I just can't do it, Captain. I just don't have the power. Have you ever heard Scotty say that on Star Trek? He was the engineer on the USS Enterprise, and he's famous for uttering that line. My name's Pastor Adam Bigelow, and welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. We're going to look at the book of Ephesians, and I want to ask a question to you. Got power? This is going to be the title of our Bible study, and we'd like to introduce it just for a little while. Have you ever felt that way, that you don't have the power, you just can't do it? I remember working with a, with a man at a job, and he wanted to use the leaf blower. He fumbled with it for a little while, and then he looked at me and he said, Does this thing work? And I said, Yes. So he begins to look at it a little while longer, and then he looked at me and he said, Do you have to plug it in? And I looked at him and said, Yes. Well, of course, I was just playing with him, right? But isn't that just like life? We fumble around with something until we realize this thing isn't going to work until we hook it up to a power source. Like, you know, where do you find a cow with no legs? Well, the answer is right where you left it, right? There's no power for that cow to get up and move. And the book of Ephesians is going to show us the legs, if you please, the power that God gives us to get up and move. And it's uh, the first three chapters of the six-chapter book are doctrinal, they're teaching. And then the last three chapters are the practical. So we talk about the power of the legs and then we get the legs and start walking for God. Because I believe that Jesus has power for us in our lives, not just for a church service, not just to sit in church and say, wow, that's cool, but to leave the church and have a reality in God. You remember watching movies growing up and, and uh, you'd go, wow, and then the lights would turn on. And then inevitably, if it was a summertime, you'd kind of You'd be like some kind of vampire coming out into the light and you'd kind of cringe. Why? Because you were coming back into your reality, brushing off all the popcorn and maybe you spilled some soda on you. And it wasn't just like the movies. Well, let me tell you, God is actually better than the movies. He's not something that ends with a church service. Jesus said in John chapter 1 and verse 12, but as many as received him, well, excuse me, it says in the gospel of John chapter 1 verse 12 of Jesus, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. What? The name of Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1, Jesus said, And when he had called, or it speaks of Jesus, that's the second time I said that. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. There was a man that said, you know, I used to be addicted. And his friend said, to what? And he said, well, you know, soap. And then he said, he put his hands out. He said, but I'm clean now. This time Jesus said it, okay? In Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, 
both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And Jesus begins to say where they are in Jerusalem and then Judea, which uh, is spreading farther out. And then in Samaria, which spreads farther out and to the uttermost part of the earth. Even if you're in Florida where I am or wherever you are in this earth, that's the uttermost part of the earth. And the, the question got power. The answer, whether it's yes or no, the answer should be that we receive the power of God if we don't have the power of God, that we can be a witness of Jesus Christ with that power unto the uttermost part of the earth. You see what Jesus said in the Gospels and the book of Acts, which I just read from, Paul lays out an explanation for in the letter to the church at Ephesus. But you see, Christ, whatever he expounded with his lips, whatever he said, he exemplified with his life, he showed. So he was like that, that thing that you uh, hold up, like that radio that they held up. Jesus was a walkie-talkie. The power he talked about was the power he walked about with everywhere he went. So let's look at the beginning of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1 and 2. Got power? If you don't have power, just be real. You know, be real. Say, preacher, I got no power. Let's get some power in our lives. Let's begin to walk with power. Christian, if you've not, if you've been in chapter 1 to chapter 3 and just know about the power of God, let's begin to go to chapter 4, 5, and 6 and walk with the power of God. Join us. Get your Bibles open. But not only that, receive the promises yourself. So let's, let's begin right here. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 and it's the greeting. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul writes from a place uh, from Rome. Actually, he wrote four epistles or letters from Rome. And he sent them out. He wrote them all, all of these four prison epistles, they're called, in about 64 A.D., and so he was in, type of, in a type of quarantine in Rome. He was in jail. So if you feel like you're in jail right now with COVID-19, well, guess what? Paul feels your pain, right? But in God, no circumstance has the power to stop the purpose of God in your life. We need to know that. Paul was in jail. It was a jail sentence seemingly, right? No, it was a season for Paul to write these four epistles or letters which are still benefiting Christians today. God has a purpose in every season in your life. God has a purpose for you. It's not that God wants you to stop. Just find out what you're supposed to be doing right now in this season in your life. So Paul wrote four epistles or letters. He wrote Philemon, which is about Christian living in action. It's about forgiveness and restoration. It's about a runaway slave named Onesimus that is going back to Philemon, which was his master. And he's supposed to be received back. Paul writes this epistle in verse 16. He said, not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother beloved, especially to me, but how much more unto thee, 
both in the flesh and in the Lord. If thou count me therefore a partner, receive him as myself. If he hath wronged thee or oweth thee aught, put that on my account. Isn't that how Jesus treats us? Oh, how to treat others the same way. He also wrote the book of Philippians, the second prison epistle. And it talks about the joy of Christ in the church. Maybe you've uh, said this before. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. That's the book of Philippians, the dynamic power of Christ in joy. He also wrote the book of Colossians. That's presents Christ as the head of the church. Colossians chapter 1, in verse 8. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And then the fourth epistle or letter, he wrote Ephesians. And that's about the church, the body of Christ. And we're going to deal with the believers who are the church and their relationship to Christ. So Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 19 says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Got power? Paul wrote to a church in Ephesus, and it's in modern-day Turkey. It's ruins now, but uh, it's, it's a, it was a coastal city, and it was a very valuable city in ancient Greece, the time of the Gospels. But we're going to look at it in relation to the power of God in our lives. So I got a question for you. Got power? Well, whether you do or whether you don't, there's power in Jesus Christ as we see who we are as part of the body of Christ, the body of believers. Let me read this again in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We've got power in Jesus Christ. Uh, Check out chapter 1, and we're going to do that next Tuesday. Chapter 1 of the book of Ephesians. Got power?